This is the show Procrastination Pals. We talk about who's what, when's, why's and how's. Two best friends with solid gold hearts. We record our thoughts, observations and farts. I'll get around to the backing track later. Procrastination Pals. Welcome to Procrastination Pals. I am one half of the show, the nine-inch dick of procrastination, Dan Morganti. Jesus, I'm just Josh. Right, on to business today. What have you been uh, procrastinating with this week, Josh? Actually, I should say, uh, this week we are going to be discussing small town time wasters uh, coming from the same small town. Doesn't that usually come after the catch-up? Or we just, that's how you can do it now? I, can't, I don't know. Yeah, I still don't think we figured it out. No, and I just like to give it the intro at the start and then talk about our week and then dive into the meeting. You feel like, like the host so often where you do all those, like you hit those points, but also you don't know what the fuck you're doing. No, not at all. <laughs> I don't know anything. Um, so my week <laughs> <laughs> uh, has been good. I've been trying to find a new housemate and we found one, thankfully. I got to the point where um, in, I, I don't know if this is a thing internationally, but um, fairy floss real estate is the thing within Australia, particularly Victoria, where you just put it up. It's like, uh, just find a roommate. It's like Facebook marketplace basically for roommates. It's fucking horrible. Why is I that? got to the point that I, I got to, like, I literally got to the stage where I was like, okay, we had very particular ideas about who me and my roommate wanted to move in. And, you know, fair enough. Like, like we live together really well. We get along with each other. Um, but just couldn't find someone that we knew um, and that was going to fit. And I've had to pay extra rent last month. And now it's like, I'm going to have to do it again. I was like, fuck it. I'll just put it on fairy floss and cop it. And had maybe 80 to 120 Whoa. Messages of people giving themselves the spiel of like, hi, Joshua, which is not what people call me. <laughs> but it's Are my, you on there as Joshua? Well, it's my, it's my name. And, yeah. and like on, on Facebook, it's just like my name. Oh, it's linked well, to your well, Facebook account. I joined so it old school. You know what I mean? Like, like it's my name, Joshua, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to put it out on there. I'm not sure I've ever called you Joshua in your life. I don't think anyone has that other than... To be fair, I've never called you Heine either, which is what a lot of people have called you. I just always called yeah, you Yeah, a lot of people have called me dickhead. You've yeah. called me that several times. That as well. I have yeah. called you that. But, <laughs> but, but yeah. it just being that thing where it was just... It, it felt like the, the most contrived and concentrated version of like online dating you've ever had it was like a dating app where people are just like woohoo like check me out this is me this is what i'm good at and i, I like i couldn't see the forest for the trees it, like i i got to maybe message 10 yeah and each of it is a paragraph and and you know with good intentions to begin with reading it and being like okay hi there sandra <laughs> or <laughs> or often javier <laughs> what like, was what was the worst one you saw uh, in this lot, because I remember doing it last time I was trying to find a housemate, put it up, and that's why I was trying not to do it for so long for this. I was like, let's, we'll find someone. Please, fucking God, let's find someone. 
Um, but there was one that uh, they were maybe 20. And because I put up on the ad, it was like, uh, I work at a bar, obviously trying to do acting and writing and, and Regan, um, he, he, he works within laboring, but is also into music and does DJ, DJ stuff. And that's how I met, met Regs and, and he is great at what he does. But then this maybe 20 to 22 year old comes on and goes, hello, fellow creative. <laughs> And that's when I tapped out. <laughs> it's just like, I, that's not what this is about. And, and bless them. I'm sure they'll be fine and they'll find someone to live with and it'll be okay. But it, it was such a like, and then the, the next two paragraphs was them just pulling their own nips for, yeah. for, for far too long. I so like, how did you choose the person that you chose? Can you, would you feel comfortable sharing what they're, opening message or profile was like totally i didn't find them or fairy floss oh. <laughs> that's good that's why how'd you, so how'd you find your new roommate then so because uh my current housemate went back to new zealand so we've we had the uh the travel bubble open up and like every like so many kiwis that i know were just like fuck this is our time to go back home let's do it and Riggs, my housemate was like yeah fuck let's go like get back he, he's got family over there. He's got nieces and nephews that he's never even met just out of chance. You know what I mean? So, so he, he needed to go back. Um, and then when he left, we got to the point where I was like, all right, we're going to have to pay an extra, like we're going to have to pay extra rent. Um, and I can't afford it and don't want to pay it. So I'm just breaking. You're not here. I'm home alone. I'm just going to chuck the shit up on fairy floss and see how we go. And then uh, he messaged me back within three hours and I was like, no, 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 let's not do that. I'll put it up on Facebook. I'll try and reach out to friends and let's find someone that we know or that we trust rather than just finding random artistic Javier's who, uh, you know. Fellow creatives. Fellow creative. Hello, fellow creative. <laughs> how, it felt like, how do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> that Buscemi fucking thing. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I was like, that's, okay. Ugh, that sounds me. like a kid who's just come out of year 12 drama class. And, and is she did say just graduated from... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just come out of year 12 drama class and is moving into the big bad city. And like, that's how she thinks people talk or like how, how she's trying to connect. Too many improv classes. Yeah. And yeah. stuck in that. Um, and, and then so after that, like we, we put it up and then Regan found a mate. And you, got, it, you got someone now? And you know, like someone they're locked you, in, and yeah. and just like someone that was just like a friend of a friend, came over, said, "Hey, how you doing?" Showed them the house, and was like, "This feels just organic." You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like again. It just felt like online dating or dating through apps or whatever. It was just like this is bullshit. I don't have to sell myself. Here's the house. This is me. Do you want it? Yeah. And they said yes. So nice. Thank you very much. Sounds like a good week then. Um, yeah, I sucked that dick hard. Your new roommates? You've got to sell it somehow. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I, I, yeah, I was just like, oh, uh, wow. Meta metaphorically? <laughs> or <laughs> No, I get what you're saying. You're, this just in. You were advertising the place to them because you liked them enough that, that you wanted them to move in. Well, not even. Good that I... It was just a joke about sucking dick that I, uh, that I wouldn't do. 
sucking dick or anyway how was your week daniel <laughs> uh it was fine i worked a lot again uh, i'm just trying to save up for a house so that's pretty much you look like someone who's trying to save up for a house for for the listeners at home can we please describe how you rocked up to my house tonight and what you're wearing um it's called an udi uh, a hoodie udi udi it's called an udi double o-d-i-e uh my girlfriend lauren um, who I love very much. Lauren's, and I could you. I love her too. Lauren's my baby. Um, her sister. Lauren's your baby. <laughs> my baby. She's my baby. Her sister sent us these for Christmas. Uh, so we got one each. Lauren's has uh, sloths on it. I have quokkas. But it's just like a giant blanket that's been sewn into the shape of a hoodie. Like um, comes over my knees. It's like fleece inside. Super comfy. Normally wouldn't wear it outside the house, but I was so tired from work that when I was getting the car off Lauren, who had been out, and I was coming here, I just couldn't be bothered taking it off and getting changed. So I'm not ashamed, except for that time that I was ashamed because I got out in front of a women's gym and <laughs> it was like, oh, don't look at me. <laughs> so literally, the, the, there was a 24-hour female, like female-only, female-presenting-only gym like maybe three doors down from my place and you had to get out of the car and all of them like working hard to come out in the cold, exercise and better themselves and you get out of the car in a fucking sleeping bag. Yeah, pretty much. And also usually that kind of stuff's in your head where you're just like, oh, people are looking at me just in public and most of the time it's true. I have that sometimes with how I'm walking. If I'm not walking quick enough, I feel like people are watching me walk. Going, look but, at this guy. Did he just land on this planet? Or, or yeah. I feel like, do I limp when yeah. I walk past people? <laughs> or like you get caught in the same like stream and I'm in going the, the same speed? Yeah. But you, uh, in this? Yeah. Getting out in front of a 24-hour gym? Well, like there were people coming out who weren't looking at me, but I came around the corner and another person came around the corner and like was walking, but looked me up and down with like a puzzled look on, my fa- on their face. And I was like, oh, okay, this... Maybe isn't the best going out attire, but you know what? To be fair, it's pretty puzzling. And super comfy. So that kind of outweighs any slight embarrassment I may have had. Anyway, this episode's (laughs) about small town mischiefs, small town time wasters. Uh, and, And I think, like, what what do you do as a child? Like, for any of us that, like, Dan and I grew up in the same relatively small town. Like I like I grew up in country like, like Echuca for anyone out of Echuca like that's where I was born and sort of raised. I was about nine, and then Sombri, which is again not like suburban Australian. It's it's like outer suburbs. And how how as a child do you did we like waste time or like spend that time alone where we didn't have so much as like the phones or. To, to do all this kind of shit that we can do now and just jerk off 24-7. Here's one I was thinking about when I was coming up for ideas for this episode. Go on. Uh, so I, I originally lived in Digger's Rest, which is an even smaller, shittier town nearby Sunbury. Uh, and one of our mates, Liam, also lived there. And that's how we became Shout friends. Shout out, Liam. Uh, when we were probably around six, seven, we used to ride our bike around, bikes around Digger's Rest and I had a train line going through it. We used to get onto the train line and put rocks and whatever else on the train line and then... Coins and shit. You, like, you ever coins. hear that, like, that folklore about putting a coin, coin on a train track and the whole thing is going to flip? Yeah. 
And we would just watch these trains just absolutely destroy rocks. Just like it would turn it into dust. And like um, one time we were on the train line doing it and a train was like, was coming and they go, I don't know how fast they go, 150 to 200 k Quick enough hour. to kill a 12 year old. Yeah. And we didn't like, we didn't get hit, obviously, because I'm still here, but we were running off the track and down the embankment where the train came past. And we got showered with rocks from, from the rocks that we'd placed on the train track. Um, and one time we found this long, like thick bit of rusted iron, like it was like an iron band, put it on the train track. Luckily, it flew off the other side of the train track because we went looking for it afterwards and it was 50 meters away all gnarled up and, I th- I, I and think destroyed. And if that had come the other way, it would have taken one of our heads off. I think this is the fine line between like f- like childhood fun and death. Like, like, like if, if that piece of long piece of steel comes at you and Liam, Liam's head gets taken off. Liam's dead. Your life is fucked. <laughs> the train stops and has to find you two on the, that side of the track. Or you, you genuinely manage to dislodge a train yeah. from the train track and... Killing killing everyone on board. 30 and people die. Some, in ta- some inhabitants of the town, yeah. And today to country Victoria, a young boy has been decapitated <laughs> by a piece of steel. Yeah, just like something like that. But a young man, and it's your like headshot up yeah. there. The Look. young man, Daniel Morgandi, seemed to be disturbed. <laughs> Just like on the television with blood still on my face from <laughs> my best friend. Look, this is this is much more grim than it actually was. It was actually really fun and exciting to like. Just like watch we- it happen. We- wearing Liam's scalp <laughs> yeah. as like a swimming cap. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, something wrong with this. Surely we could have taken that off before the photo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So D- was- I feel like destruction. Oh, very big in my... Is a big part yeah. of killing time in small towns. Yeah. I remember when my dad cleaned out the shed and we still had an old TV in there that was broken. But you know how old TVs are like vacuum sealed? Like they got the vacuum tubes oh, so, in so it. So we're talking the like the fishbowl. Like the, yeah, fishbowl yeah. lens, but like still got a, a long back because it has all the and mechanical it- components. Yeah. And uh, he had a TV in the trailer and uh, old golf clubs. And I stood in the trailer... With a with a golf club. Sorry, like, recipe for disaster straight away. Get, Where do they store my my golf clubs and old TVs in the same space? Wait, yeah. kids. And I, I think I asked Dad. I'm like, can I can I smash this? And he was like, oh, he was sick of me asking to break things. So he's just like, yeah, go ahead. God. And stood there while I did it. Got the like the one wood, and <laughs> is that what it's called? Driver. Driver. <laughs> <laughs> Last week our episode was on sports and so more into just proving de- more into destruction rather than golf, that's for sure. Just proving how much I know about sports, but yeah, took a swing. Seven iron's always a safe bet. Yeah. It was a driver. <laughs> Solid. And the first swing I took just dunk didn't crack it at all. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be harder than I thought. So second time I wound up and gave it, Hit it everything. Hard. And because it was all pressurized in there, the the glass cracked it essentially exploded not like outwards but internally like things just blew up and blew the just through pressure yeah blew the golf clubs out of my hand i definitely remember it like lighting up like it it went off any of the glass hit you no like the glass but it was super thick like the the glass containing all that was 
Yeah, real thick. Um, and I don't think I wouldn't have been able to smash it if it wasn't pressurized. Um, are you, are you going to eat those noodles now? Because they're going to get cold. No, I'm going to eat them. Yeah, gonna, gonna, we're going to have some ASMR yeah. noodle slurping going on. No, I'll make sure I move the microphone. I, I've just got some um, instant noodles. I'm going to eat nongshim. Whilst we do the this. spicy red noodle, the spiciest. When when we monetize this podcast, they should be the first advertiser we go for. They are not going to sponsor us. You know that. Yeah, I know, but it's nice to dream. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have dreams. Sorry, that's the dream. <laughs> yeah. Can I get this? I'm a, a simple si- man with simple desires. No, mate, let's aim for Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Or Maggie. How do you- <laughs> Maggie, I think it's Maggie. I think Maggie. Yeah, Maggie, Maggie two minute noodles. That's it. Uh, uh, anytime you guys want to call us out, please do. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think like destructive shit when you're a kid. What's the best thing you ever destroyed? Oh, sh- I don't know, hopes and dreams. Like, <laughs> just. Your own or no, someone no, close no, to you? No, James, my youngest brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because everybody else like solid, had solid dreams and, and achieved them. Uh, no. Um, I think his hopes and dreams were crushed the moment he hit puberty and didn't grow two feet because he is. Shout out, James. James, he, he's. Here you go. He's just this significantly shorter than all of his siblings. But he, but he's more wild than all of us, I reckon, because of that. Yeah, he's, he's like my old man. Like, just you want to you want to surround a small person with like large people, and just they expect to, them not to be fucking fiery. Yeah, they have to prove. Partially, like the killing time in small towns was hanging out with my siblings, and just fucking each other up a bit. Yeah. Like, we, I remember maybe when we were, oh shit, I would have been 12, that makes my younger brother 10, that makes my youngest brother 7, where we'd play a game where we would sit down at either end of the hallway, legs spread, and have a tennis ball, and just try and hit each other on the nuts from six meters away. It's a good small time, small town time waster. And also, mum and dad are like, we've got friends over, go to the hallway. <laughs> Try and crush each other a little bit. Yeah. And and it was very much just like indoor games. We did a lot of that. But like the amount of things that I've broken unintentionally far outweigh things that I've broken intentionally. Did you ever break something and then put it back together just so, so it looked like it wasn't broken, so the next person to come along would touch it and then it would crumble in their hands? I think I've done that recently. (laughs) What'd you do that with? I think it was with something at work. There was like, whether it be a, like a... Uh, what was it? It was like a it was like a handle for something, or, or uh, oh, okay, and it was just like I touched it, and immediately it broke. I was like, that fucking wasn't me. I'm just gonna place it just so. So if anyone breathes on this thing, it's gonna fucking fall over. <laughs> and and you're gonna be done. standing over them waiting, like you broke it, I, you broke yeah. it. No, I, oh, as soon as I see anyone walk into that area, wait outside the door, and be there, and be like, what was that noise? What did you do in there? How how dare you? It's just shit like that. Like like I remember playing those kind of games like indoor. Obviously, indoor ball sports were frowned upon in my house, but um, only from the seniors. Whereas mm-hmm. us children were just. Mum always said, "Don't play ball in the house. Throw a ball inside of our house. You've got people going at it." Mm. Um, and I remember throwing my brother through a window on a second second story intentionally. No. I mean, maybe at the time, but 
Well, no. <laughs> it's a, intentionally at the time, but, but on but, reflection but, or on report to the parents, definitely uh, not. Look, right now on record, unintentionally. Yeah. We were playing and it was Taylor and I and Taylor Taylor and I like Taylor's a big boy and like we we were I don't know what even what we were doing. We were playing around, dad's teen arena record was playing in the background and we just fired us up. <laughs> Something about I'm in chains. I was like, I'm about to break out of these fucking chains. And we rolled over and he went halfway through this window and like you know, not not like film uh sugar glass. Like he went halfway through and it was just jagged pieces of large like glass. I will fuck you up. That would kill a kid. Or if I let him go and he falls out of this second story. Impale him. Could very much hurt him, mm. which is not my intention at the time. I just wanted to put some fear into him. And then uh, having to drag him back and then sit there and be, I was fucking terrified. I was like, oh shit, okay, Taylor's okay. And then just thinking, mom and dad are going to fuck me up for this. <laughs> I should have let you go. <laughs> fuck. Make it worth it at least. Yeah. yeah. And he was all right? No cuts or bruises? No, it was totally fine. Yeah. Like, like unscathed. But like I was terrified. Yeah. Because I'd broken enough shit in my life, put enough holes in walls. I remember like me and Abby having a wrestle. I think I grabbed her by, like jumped on her back. I'm eight, she's 10, and she just holds onto me and runs back into a wall as hard as she can and puts a hole in the wall, and the the stud hits me like in in the spine, and I'm hurt, and she just starts laughing her ass off, and I'm getting up like in pain going, dad's got to kill us. <laughs> and she's like, nah, that's fine. I was like, nah, ow, dad's going to fucking kill us for this. Yeah. And he didn't kill you. So no, he didn't. No, you're right. He didn't. Neither did Abby. Um, uh, so it's it all works. It all I. works out. But that's the kind of shit that you hear like nostalgia about on Facebook. Like kids these days don't know what it's like to to play outside or um, like. But yeah, I don't know what it's like to get got... bullied on TikTok. Yeah, that's true. And just as painful. I'm very no glad that I don't. It seems horrible. Um, no, okay. So like again, we grew up in the same town, like Sunbury. I think I spent a lot of time. Oh, I know what I was going to tell you. Down at the creek, down in like down reserves, the creek. Yeah. just doing shit like that. Messing with anthills. I remember that was a big one. Just like, not even, not like destroying them, just like put, putting one foot on it and seeing them just all run around. You do that for hours. And then all of a sudden they're running up your leg and yeah. you're in real trouble. Oh yeah. And down your pee hole. One time I ate a chopper. No, Pardon me? <laughs> just off the wall. That Not really that funny. <laughs> but one time I ate a chopper chop, right? Uh, and as I was eating it, there's like all these... There were ants on me. I'm like, where are these ants coming from? Just all over the, the lollipop. The no, like I, I took the lollipop out and like, where are these ants coming from? It was, I was, it was fine. All of a sudden, the chopper chop bursts. Ants everywhere. They'd inside of it. Inside oh, through the, the, they climbed, the stick. They climbed up the stick. Were hollowing it out from the inside, and there was there was a hundred of them in this chopper chop, and they went all in my mouth and. That was a small town time waster. Fucking yeah, hell. That's one of the times you go to the bathroom, you can't brush your teeth enough. Like, you, They're clean, but you just... Oh, one more time. This is, this is one as an adult that, that... Only because you've said the Chop Chop story and then brought it into bathrooms. I once... <laughs> was living, what? Uh, I was living in a share house. Um, 
and shared, shared a bathroom with like five people. Quite a large bathroom. It was fine. But got my, um, took my toothbrush and, and mistook a my toothpaste and then someone had put the deep heat into the um, cabinet cabinet along, or like, the just like, like toothbrush like, holder like a half step up or like like right alongside it mm. and I remember just possibly drunk but just like and really globbing it thoughtless, on you know from from like bristle to bristle full <laughs> Colgate ad this is how much toothpaste you use yeah and started to brush my teeth genuinely didn't notice that I was using deep heat for toothpaste for maybe 45 seconds because toothpaste has a burn it had some menthol to yeah. it i was like oh like i was like this is some you know when you go to nan's house and they've got old school fucking toothpaste and it's, it's it like smells like ointments like in their place spearmint or some shit yeah <laughs> like it's just that yeah and it was just like kind of fine to be honest, <laughs> at the end of it, I was like, "Oh, my gums feel supple." But yeah. <laughs> other than that, all the so all attention was released from your jaw. Yeah, I lost three teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I thought I would give you some instructions on how to build a glove gun because um, I've uh, let's go. Yeah, and let's take that. So that's that's our uh, that's my cat pickle coming through the house. Hello, pickle. Oh, there you yeah, go. She said something. That's good. Pickles in showbiz. Um, as much as we are, at least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I used to... I just... Yeah, I liked destroying things, as I said, with the TV and the uh, the fires. I just liked burning stuff. Not like not to start fires like a pyromaniac. Arsonist. Yeah, arsonist, but just like... I just like starting fires. In the bathroom at school, just getting like a, a big, an empty big M can and just burning it. And Honestly, if the next story that you tell is that you like to just like hurt small animals, we're going to have a real fucking issue for the rest of the episode. You got to get out of here. Come here, pickle. <laughs> get <laughs> Run! <laughs> nah, um, yeah, and I like like slingshots and like pen guns. You, did you ever make a pen Sparkler gun? Sparkler bombs? I tried to make one. It wasn't successful. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Go on. Yeah, so a glove gun. Uh, I got mine confiscated by the police because there was people in... Well, the cops. No yeah. Means. There were people in our street who we did not get along with. And the dad of this family... So you figured you'd try and shoot them with a glove? N- not them. Uh, but we put little rocks into the glove gun and just fired them into the air onto their tin roof. And we just stood over there. Like, they would have just been looking out their front window at us on the other side of the street, just shooting rocks into there and just hearing plink, plink, plink onto their roof. And they they called the cops and the cops showed up. It's a crime. Yeah. They said it was like, they said it was a weapon. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Take the question out of your voice. That's a crime. In you what, are firing rocks into someone else's home. What, what law am I breaking? What's the law? Uh, assault. Is that assault? <laughs> Fucking oath. That's not assault. I'm not trying to hit them. You're just trying to hit their home. Vandalism, maybe. What if someone's on the roof? What if you like you misfire? Look, we're about to bring up the Middle East <laughs> shit right now. <laughs> so, Israel-Palestine, <laughs> thoughts? No. A lot of rock throwing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the cops came down. They confiscated my glove gun. And, oh, actually, there was what a What did kid- you make the glove gun out of? 
So a glove, how I you imagine. make a, how you make a glove gun is you get a rubber glove, you get some tape also, or rubber uh, band. Just quick disclaimer: don't. Yeah. Oh, For anyone at home, don't say, make one. This is how you, this is how you make one, so you know not to make them. How know how not to make them? Uh, you get a one point two five liter bottle of at like empty bottle, and you cut the top off. So you've just got the like the screw on head part with a giant hole in the top. You put the you cut off a finger from the glove. You put the glove over the hole. Uh, you sticky tape that on or rubber band or glue or whatever on. Yep. And you can With drop... the finger of a glove? Yeah, the finger of a glove. Yep. Then you drop a rock in the mouth of the uh, bottle. You the pull weapon it. you've created. Yeah. <laughs> you pull it. You pull the rock uh, with the finger of the glove and... And we'll and, stop there. And whatever happens from that point onwards is that you don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't do it, but that's how you make one. So you know how not to make one. Um, Step up. Yeah. Anyone in, in the neighborhood ever make orange cannons? Yeah, that too. <laughs> that was like oh. fucking step up. Sorry, so the cops confiscated it. They showed up. Kid kid in the street dobbed me in, the snitch. But the cops the cops took it off me and said, Look, don't don't make these anymore. If you don't make these anymore, we won't be back, but we're gonna have to call your parents. Of course, this is just a silly thing that yeah. young they, kids they were, out in the fucking like they suburbs were, to they knew like that it wasn't well, it was malicious because we were shooting it at their house. But yeah, like, but you weren't like walking up to people like with it and being like, "I'm gonna shoot you in the fucking face yeah. with this thing." I think they pl- they applied the right amount of force. They just said, "We're calling your parents. Don't do this again." They give me the fucking glove. Yeah, and we handed it over, and then they said, "All right, so we're gonna call your parents tonight. So you need to go home and tell them the, tell them that we're you'll be getting a call from us." Did you? I went home and unplugged all the phones. <laughs> <laughs> of course you fucking did <coughs> And this is like The simplicity of young kids Thinking they can get away with shit Being like right how do we get away with this Unplug the phones And then all of a sudden Mum plugs the phones back in And they've got two messages from the cops Being like hey we want to talk about your son <laughs> Like why are all the phones unplugged um, Mastermind Yeah never got caught I, I think they were just doing the um all right, you need to go home and tell your parents because you'll be getting a call from us tonight and hope that I just go home and dob myself in. Yeah, just fear, put the fear in you a bit rather yeah. than just making your criminal mastermind. Yeah. And like, I'm making me sound like I was a destructive psychopath, but this is just like, just what? Psychopath? 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 Psychopath. Psychopath. Um, really? No, but I'm just like oppositional... That's how you, you people say it, is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, like, uh, there was lots of fun, like, going to the pool and shit as well, but that's just not as exciting. No, but, and, and like, shit like that, it, like, honestly, it, as much of it, uh, a lot of it was about just, like, adventure and being able to, like, head off by yourself as a young kid and go down, like, like honestly, they go down to the creek and throw rocks at shit and, like, that's... Entertainment, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, for a certain amount of time, I remember like being in the backyard with my younger brother. We were maybe at the age when the first Lord of the Rings came out and loving it, and we would choreograph sword fights with sticks where it, it would be like, We all right, we go one, we hit here, 
Two, we hit here. Three, I sweep at your legs, you jump it. Four, I throw a piece of bark at you, you hit it <laughs> with the cricket bat. And then just like get to like 28 moves until one of us ends up needing stitches accidentally. Yeah. And that's just what it was. Lots and of I fun. And I like that. Just like physical engagement and imagination. Yeah. Like, fuck, it was fun. Absolutely. That's the best way to do it when you're a kid. And also, I remember having, like, just to take it up to the orange cannons from the glove guns, or even like in high school doing um, pea shooters. Pea shooters. Just like, Year seven or eight, finding out that you can do that to somebody or, or use your pen, chew on a piece of paper, hollow out your pen and then just hook it at somebody's head and it stick to them yeah. is the best shit. Like the, like, cause it's, it's fun enough to like hit someone with something and have it like bounce off. That's funny. But also it's like, oh, okay, maybe that hurt. But like a wet piece of paper that hits you, it makes you jump and it's just stuck, stuck to you yeah. is, like peak, look that if, kind of instant. If that happened to me in the office now, I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, where's my pen? Yeah, I'd be like, that's some funny shit, man. But yeah. um, yeah, I wish I wish I could do that in the office these days. Well, give it a crack. You, you find the right person, you could do it. Mm. I've got a I've got a gamble on with someone at work. <laughs> oh god, um, that for some reason. Oh god! All right, what kind of territory am I leading into now? They had a hangnail. Yes. And they took it off and th- and flicked it at me. So, so like the hangnail is in just like a little bit of skin that comes off around your yeah. nail, right? And flicked it at me. And it hit me in the face and landed oh. like, like on, on my lip. And I like just to staunch him, I licked it off and swallowed it and looked at him and was like, now what? <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later realized... I've engaged in cannibalism to some degree, <laughs> just to eat something of someone else. Yeah, that's pretty gross. And then, but I guess like at all times of the day and night, you're engaging in cannibalism because there's just like skin particles floating in the no, air. No, but not one that's on your face that you <laughs> intentionally <laughs> chew and swallow and look at them in the yeah. air. How big was it? Oh, like bigger than a dust particle. Yeah. Smaller than a pinky. Yeah. But, but there is some acceptable level of... Human, human flesh that because we're all doing it all the time. True. What about if like you, like, like oral, I'm just trying to like, soften like, the blow like, for like you. Like oral sex. Yeah. Yep. If you've swallowed, like, is that a form of cannibalism? You, you, you've ingested human matter yeah. intentionally. Yeah, I guess so. Gross. Hey, um, I don't mind. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down for it. Yeah. Also, I, I had like had a conversation with a chef friend of mine, um, where it was like if. You had the chance and it was your own. Like, like if I had like a small piece of flesh cut off of my body and I could just like cook it right up, would you eat it? Would I? Yeah, of your own skin. Of my own skin. Of your own body. Of my own skin? Yes. Of someone else? I don't know. I think that'd be a little bit harder. It depends on the person. Yeah. And again, it's consensual. Oh, like a sexual thing? No, not not sexual at all. Just, it, it, it's just like like in this conversation we're we're playing it as a hypothetical, and so I'm like right, if a piece of me came off, like again a fingertip, mm. I was like, literally I was having this conversation with the chef because it was like if over a, a, a frying pan and you were cutting something and you cut it off and it landed in there and you've just got the flavors perfectly right. And you know that that piece of you is just gone and 
it's it's wasted and it's never coming back. You fix your finger, but you've just cooked that fingertip to perfection. Would you eat it? Sure. Let's give it a go. I would. Yeah. Right. I think for sure. Seasoned. Yep. Like, like why not? Yeah. With a, <laughs> yeah. With a nice bottle of Chianti. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like as you go further up the joints, it becomes further of an issue. <laughs> it becomes more of an issue. More of an issue. Yeah. It was already a pretty big issue. But also say. like people that are eating placenta. Hmm. I, I wrote a like, joke. I got, no, I got no beef with uh, that. Oh, I, kind of, I find that why? fucking weird. Because uh, it's too primal? A little bit, yeah. It's just like... Like animals that like they that will help. So so a so a cat or a dog gives birth, and their instinct is rather than to like eat the the newborn is to to, to lick the placenta off them, and it not only helps to activate like breathing in the new infant, but taking in the nutrients from that helps the 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 parent to survive. Yeah. Still no. Still no. Pretty gross. <laughs> That's fine. Look, it's all natural. Like. I haven't had that much experience with semen other than my own, but I fucking hate semen. <laughs> like my own, like I'm just you hate tra- your own. I like, I, I like I don't I don't want it near me. I don't like when it when it comes. I'm just trying to get rid of it all the time. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how much I dislike it. <laughs> I'm literally trying to expel it. Yeah. As as like, oh. Oh, but uh, as soon as it's out of my body, I'm like yuck. I don't like if it gets on me. I'm not like ew, but I'm just like mm, don't don't want it. Don't want it on me. Yeah. Um, well, that's fair. But yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I wrote a joke the other day as well. How's this one? Uh, so Hamburg is famous for hamburgers and Frankfurt is, is famous for Frankfurters. Do you know what Milwaukee is famous for? Cannibalistic serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee's? <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. Yeah, suck me. That was good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that one on stage. I'm pretty happy with that one. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. Because like, as soon as you had me thinking like, Milwaukee. Yeah, because I've said that to a couple of people you, and, the, and people are like, Milwalks? What's a Milwalk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. I like that a lot. All right, good. So yeah, that's uh, that's so, small, so small we, town So we started with small... Yo, <laughs> we started with how to distract yourself in small towns and ended up at cannibalism. Yeah. Would you the limits of your cannibalism? Yeah. Oh, my girlfriend Lauren does this kind of thing as well, where she's like, but it's more, it's like with the limits of love, like not the limits of cannibalism. It's like, would you still love me if I lost a pinky toe? Yes. Would you still love me if I lost my foot? Yes. Yes. And it just keeps going. And then if I was a floating head, (laughs) nothing but spinal column and eyes. If. Would you still love me? Of course I would. I wouldn't date you. <laughs> yeah. I'd love you and feel so bad. I'd come visit the the tank. The tank from time you're floating to time. in, yeah. Um, would you still love me if uh if my tits got chopped off? No, get out. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the line. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm just saying, Lauren, yeah. I'll love you no matter how much of your body gets chopped off. Yeah, and also if you still love Dan after his tits are cut off, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Because the boy's got tits. I got tits, yeah. Little like Titty enough that, like, if I take a shirt off, it's like, there's, there's boobs. But worth a suckle. If I wear a shirt, it's like, are those pecs? <laughs> and they're not. Oh, yeah, they're not a, pecs. It's a beautiful line to <laughs> yeah. have just to chuck on a shirt. Yeah. Um, they're not pecs. But I am aware. <laughs> we're, I can we're taste at the, the difference. We're at the end of our episode on small town time wasters. Any, any final comments, Josh? Um, honestly, just if you, if like, <laughs> 
if the title of this episode made you expect anything and you've seen the the, the path we've gone down, this is exactly what small time time wasters mm. creates. Yeah. People like us. Make, so, making a podcast with your mate, that's a small time time waster. Although yeah. I would like to make this more of a career. No, scratch that last one. This, this is, <laughs> this I'm, is big, I'm still talking about the big cannibal- town. Big town time worth it. I'm still thinking about cannibalism and your tits. Let's yeah. go. That's all I'm talking about. Let's get them off. All right. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you, dear listener, to get back to work.